0: This is a James Poiristry consultant moment. Hello, perceptive readers. I want to leave you with an encouraging thought tonight on this. Hopefully you don't experience this too much. Um, some will, so, you know, experience it more than others, but this is the thought that I want to leave with you. And I hope you will cherish it in your heart. Just because. A person who cannot stand to be around you. Can not mind their own business. It is not your fault. Do you know what I mean by that? Well, the. Case is, you know, I've talked about, uh, dysfunctional actions and dysfunctional practices, uh, dysfunctional families at times, you see. And with that, uh, when something is dysfunctional, it can be in a state where abuses are heaped upon another individual. And it's just because of really their existence or some type of quality that they have about themselves, a quality that is no problem scripturally at all. You see, uh, it just falls into being made in different ways from colors to personalities. But that person's heart Whatever it is that they have inside of them, that little light of theirs, if you will, it's, uh, something that still shines brightly thanks, uh, thanks to God. And so you have to remember sometimes that there are individuals, uh, sad to say that just your mere presence and just your smile is enough to set them off. And then when an individual like that gets into a certain uh, frame of mind where, you know, they've analyzed whether they think they can get away with treating you badly or not. And this is what I mean when I talk about a person setting the precedence that you can be the one being picked on or bullied. They will go right along with it. And they will find every type of means to blame something upon you at times when you really look at the situation. Some of those same persons, the hypercriticalness and other things that they're doing and saying about you, they don't bit more in the world would do that to anybody who they may feel um, has a support system has a certain right class, has a certain amount of money and things of that nature. They will only go to that extent to a person that may look like they have no defender at all, which case in point, that's why, you know, we're thankful God steps in on cases like that. Uh, Jehovah steps in on cases like that. And so with that uh, being said, this is also my encouragement uh, to you uh, to uh, always allow, you know, one or two people, whatever you, if there's a disagreement, allow them to talk it out first, allow them uh, to, uh, you know, work it out first or what have you, because, uh uh, getting into somebody else's business or other person's business at times uh, without listening to Jesus' words first about the way difficulty is supposed to be uh, handled uh, can actually make things worse. This has happened more times than um, a person can really even count uh, if they have experience in dealing with these types of problems. And so that's my encouragement to you Uh, As well, for you not to be that type of person and to also remember, as I said before, just because somebody doesn't like you uh, because of just your personality or your presence. Well, you see. If they also have a problem that they're just determined to be in your business to cause you problems, then. Why, once again, give them that much leverage or leeway over another human being? And see, and that's what I, you know, I continue to uh, share with you, because there are some persons still that they're straight up doing wrong, you know, with the way that they're mistreating and abusing other human beings and, and teaching others to be dysfunctional, straight up doing wrong in that way. And yet. The very person who is just really speaking peace, you see, um, is being blamed just because they're speaking their peace. But if you were to put the actions together with what this one person is doing and then you have the other person who making all these charges and accusations, who is the one who is actually breaking Ten Commandments principles? You see, um, who is the one um, actually uh, being um, proactive in hurting someone else's feelings or what have you. You see what I'm saying? Because I'm going to give you uh, a true example of this. Uh, there's been persons, you see, who have skills and have been known to get along with people. And yet uh, there's been groups of persons as well who have a leaning towards um, being bullies and on the arrogant side that have actually uh, crossed the line on this individual who was at peace, you know, their own sandbox. they go that expression, again, sandbox, which I encourage you to listen to the podcast on when I talk about what a sandbox is. And so they, they cross the line on that. And they cross the line to such an extent is they didn't come at the person in a professional way. No, they didn't. They didn't come at a person even in a humane way. No, they didn't. They actually came at the person in a very dysfunctional, um, and yes, uh, even, um, corrupt practices in business uh, professionalism and the reason why i'm emphasizing that is because this really does set a precedence of what i've been doing it, you see uh throughout my life at different times when it was necessary see there comes a point where it's like you know whatever faith see i'm not saying just you see um, one faith or this, but I'm just saying whatever faith that they say, OK, they following this faith because it's supposed to be a promoting goodness. All right. So if you got that, then you OK. Um, but whatever person may be claiming. To be of a certain, you know, uh, belief system. Uh, but if that belief system allows them. To still actually uh, assault persons, you see, as a practice with their uh, words and physical and things of that nature, you see, you know, and I'm not talking about sports. I'm just talking about, again, as a citizen, you see, a law abiding citizen who's just trying to live their life in peace. But, you know, if you have a bunch of persons who are assaulting their finances and um, you know, have assaulted them emotionally, I told you verbally, abusively, and things of that nature, then do they once again have a leg to stand on as far as why that person doesn't want to be around them? You see, do they really have? Because uh, again, imagine uh, you have other person's that the way that they always initiate business contacts or what have you, is they first try to put you in a blackmailed situation. Now, how does that work? See, that's already a wrong foundation starting off to actually try to put somebody in a situation where they can be blackmailed first. And then if a person... um. Or, or, or really grossly just disrespected on a regular basis. So if that type of person uh, uh, see the way that uh, these individuals are coming at them, how can they make it seem like that person is still obligated to enter into even um, deeper contracts with them, if you will, See, that's dysfunction. That's very dysfunctional. So the whole the whole setup and arrangement in that way would be very, very, you see, um, not good, not good at all. So these are the ways, though, that bullies actually comport themselves. These are the tactics. These are the methods. And um, some of the persons who uh, don't. Um, realize these type of methods that they use to ensnare and trap others can actually have a person thinking that like, put it this way, if they were the one who orchestrated all of this and all you were was the one that was carrying out the actions, you know, these bad actions from the ones who orchestrated it. See, What did they really still do to you in the process? How did they tarnish you in the process when all you were doing was doing what you were told? You ever thought about that? Well, that's just something to think about. This was a James Street Consultant Moment. You have a very wonderful evening. Take care. Developed. Created and owned by James ProAudistry Productions.